Hey, Dad Gamers, welcome to the Dad Gamers Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Rayhart. That's Flank on Xbox Live. You can follow me there, F L A N K K E. Okay, let's get started. Uh, we took a week off uh, from the podcast to subdue the Easter holiday. So we are one week behind. You didn't miss anything. Uh, the last episode was in March. This is the first episode of April, so again, you didn't miss anything. Uh, the first thing I'd like to bring up is that Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga has been delayed, according to Telltale Games. I think it's Telltale or TT Games. They will. Uh, they were supposed to come out this spring 2021 with the Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. And I can't tell you the last time we saw a Lego Star Wars game. Possibly Lego Dimensions. There were so many expansions for that. It was kind of ridiculous. But the uh, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga has been delayed, according to a tweet from TT Games. So who knows what's going to happen. They, did, they didn't want to do it incorrectly. They wanted to get it right. And since now they are putting voices with their Lego games, if you remember back in the older Lego games, everything was pantomimed and they kind of left it, you know, funny that way. And now as they move, they move forward into the Lego games, they started adding voices and allowing them to talk and using uh, voice actors. So let's, let's, I mean, let's give them time. We have, we've gone this long without a Lego game. What's a little while longer to make sure that they get it right, especially since they are, it is a Star Wars franchise that they'll be doing and the Skywalker Saga which basically means it'll be including all of the last three Star Wars movies okay so uh, with that being said we're going to be moving forward here today's episode I want to talk about is Twitch as you dad gamers out there know probably already Twitch is a live streaming type platform uh, much like YouTube where you can watch videos uh, you on Twitch, you could actually watch live feeds of someone playing, usually playing games. Now, the big question is, as a dad gamer, should I let my child play on Twitch? Well, on this episode, I'm actually going to give you the rundown on everything you need to know as far as Twitch goes. Now, from a, as a father myself, I have twin boys who are now 23 years old. Uh, and I allowed them to play Twitch when they were younger as teenagers, mind you. They were on Twitch when it first started, when it first came out. And we, of course, I had to set some rules and regulations on what they could and could not do. I wasn't going to allow them to just get on there and start cussing up a storm and just go nuts with it. There was a kind of a a few constraints. And I think you should, as a as a father or as a parent of a gamer, you kind of have to steer in that direction of like okay you can continue to play games online or you can continue to play games in general as long as you're you know as long as your grades remain good or as long as you you know are not getting into trouble at all in any way so the rule of here of thumb at the house was if you're going to play online or you're going to play actually if you're gonna yeah if you're gonna play online and have a video camera and people are gonna see you or when it came to them even when it was going to if you're going to put videos on YouTube there was a couple of rules number one time of being in school you had to keep your grades up uh, you, you couldn't get anything below a C by any stretch of the imagination and the other thing was is that I didn't want to ever have to see the you know shirtless or anything like that on cam like if, if the minute you even i mean they were boys so even the minute they were like oh i'm just not gonna have a shirt on nope don't think so shut it down 
Not that they ever did, but that was part of the rules. They were pretty good at, at the language. Again, they're teenagers, so I wasn't going to get past it. And of course, the minute they turned 18, it was the floodgates were kind of open when it came to the language. But what I want to get into on this episode is Twitch. Now, the basis of it is should you allow your kids to watch and or play on Twitch? Well, the first thing is if you already let them watch YouTube, you are not going to, I should say, stop them. But you're not, you can't really come back and say, no, you can't watch Twitch, because basically Twitch is YouTube just live and in the moment. Now, the big difference between YouTube and Twitch is that Twitch does offer a, a live stream of chat. So there's a, a, everybody that's watching, for those of you that don't may not know, you could be watching Twitch, which is somebody basically playing or talking or whatever, a video live, and then on the, on the side of the screen you'll see like a chat box and everybody who is watching can talk or chat or, you know, get into the conversation. This includes your screen as well. So if you decide to type something in, it'll show up on chat for the most part. This can be slightly dangerous to kids, but Twitch has already came out and said that you can't be younger than 13 years old and use their platform. So right out the gate for you dad gamers out there, you're child has to be above the age of 13 now twitch recommends 15 or older and that's what they you know per, would prefer but 13 is the absolute minimum if your child is going to be using twitch at even at a young age like that they have to be at least 13 now if you don't want your kid using twitch and you find that they do have a twitch account you can email twitch the account information and and uh, username, that type of thing, and Twitch will shut it down. The other thing is, if your child is younger than 13 and they are still using Twitch or showing up on you know on screen by themselves, Twitch's moderators will also flag it and recognize it and shut it down. So if you w would like your kid, for whatever reason, younger than 13, to actually play on Twitch, you have to be in the scene with them. You basically have to be on camera with them. So you can, you can play Twitch with your kids and have people watch you play, but you have to be on camera with your children. Now, I don't know a lot of parents, much less dad gamers, that would want their younger kids actually on live on the internet but if for whatever reason if you're already on twitch as a dad gamer yourself and your kid wants to play with you you can, that is allowed but you have to remain in the same screen with them like you're in the same image with them they can't be by themselves at the younger age now the basis of twitch or the uh, specs of twitch are this approximately 15 million visitors to twitch a month every single month with 3 million of them are just Twitch creators. So approximately one-fifth of Twitch's traffic to their site, one-fifth of it, 20%, is people actually creating content for Twitch, which is amazing. It's great. And, it's, you know, it's just like YouTube where there's, you know, there's millions and millions of people constantly looking. So you keep that in mind as well. The other thing is, is there are, if you do have a child that you want to allow to play Twitch, over again over the age of 13 you can set perimeters inside the account to to i don't want to say to prevent because let's be honest there's no way to actually prevent uh 
some of the harassment or anything in, in the chat boxes, but you can kind of curb it a little bit. You can actually go into the settings of it and disable invites, uh, messages, and whispers from strangers inside of the chat. That is built into Twitch's settings so that at least you can curb some of the creepy parts of Twitch or, you know, the creepers out there from interacting with your child. And I, and I completely understand. Also, you can go into the auto mod feature for those that are streaming on Twitch and block certain words or phrases in the chat or even external websites. Like you can even have it block any external links so that your child won't accidentally click one and end up on some place of the dark web they should not be. But going into the auto mod settings of the Twitch user account that you use, again, you can put in and block certain words so that that way it doesn't even show up in chat. They don't even know they're missing it, you know? Since YouTube is has even a YouTube kids type account where you can where your kids are watching it and the kids are consuming so much content on the daily basis when it comes to YouTube that you can rest assured that if you have younger gamer kids, I guarantee you they already know what Twitch is or they've already at least heard about Twitch. The cool thing that Twitch is actually just came out with today is they announced that they are expanding. There is a, an, announced an expansion of its hateful contact and harassment policy, which takes into the account behaviors taking place off of the platform now. So the company blog, put out a, a blog a post that they're bringing on a third-party investigator partner to support their investigations for off-platform violations. So even as Twitch is an online streaming service or an online uh, interactive community, if the harassment continues off of Twitch, Twitch will still has a service that will back them up to allow them to enforce serious offensive uh, or serious offenses uh, that could pose a substantial safety risk or anything to the Twitch community, even again, even off of Twitch itself. So this is a, this is amazing from Twitch to to put up the to where they they come out and they go, okay, yeah, you know, not not only is it we're going to try to keep it as safely as possible for the Twitch communities and for each channel of Twitch on here, but we also want to, you know, if the harassment continues off of our platform. And if the harassment is out there and is is happening when they're not on Twitch, we're going to back them up. So which that, again, is an amazing, amazing step forward from Twitch as a, as a service and as a community. Now, for some of the um, for some of the Twitch guidelines, if you're uh, for parents, they were recently on Childnet.com. They posted a Twitch guide for parents and carers is what they said. Uh, to go in through it is like basically what is Twitch? It's, you know, it's basically I mean, here a quick rundown of it. Twitch is a live streaming video platform. Minimum user age is 13. But let's be honest, there's a good chance that if you have younger kids than 13, they still know what Twitch is. Some of the most popular Twitch channels are actually include Roblox and Minecraft, which I know you dad gamers know. But Twitch is not only just based on people playing video games. There's some channels that are actually on Twitch that are called Just Chatting. Now, a lot of the influencers or celebrities that are out there will actually use this as a platform to just talk directly to their fans and interact with their fans, which is a great thing. But 
like anything else, it's not only limited to just celebrities and influencers. It could be even creepers. So with that being said, you're going to want to know what your kids are watching on Twitch. And it's always best to just have an open communication of what their channels are being into. Don't, you know, if you come at your kids with like, oh, let me know what channels you're watching, blah, 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 blah. You shouldn't be watching that. You come in a negative connotation, the kid immediately is going to clam up and think they're doing something bad and probably try to hide their Twitch watching from you. What you want to do is be like, hey, I want to watch too, and just kind of get involved with the kids. You know, that's my suggestion to you. Get involved with it. Watch Twitch together. So this way that you kind of know exactly what they're doing, what they're watching, how they're interacting online or anything like that. Why is this so popular though? Why is Twitch... The, the this great like grab for children is because it is interactive on a daily basis now one of the one of the specs for twitch is that on a daily basis is nine million daily active users nine million people a lot of which are children are on this on this site and they're interacting and because you can basically interact with what's happening on the screen right in the moment which is why twitch is such a great draw for the, the younger crowd and why it's such a great pull is because unlike YouTube where you watch the video, you can leave a comment underneath, you can like, and that's probably as far as the interaction goes and you'll see if there's ever a comment back. With Twitch, it's happening in the moment, in the now. So if there is something happens on screen and they type something in the chat like, oh my gosh, that was awesome. Someone else could say, yeah, it sure was. And then they feel as if they're part of the community. They feel as if they're part of the conversation and they feel as if they're part of what's going on on screen right there because of that public live chat. But again, keep in mind, there is a way to set filters. There is a way to block inappropriate content uh, on those chats. I, I can't stress enough if you have younger children or if you have, if you are a, a dad gamer out there or a, parent, dad, or a parent gamer that wants to just kind of filter or moderate just some of the chat that's coming through on Twitch, You, there is possible to do that. Because Twitch is done live, though, keep in mind, it's going to be very difficult to completely filter out anything that's super inappropriate. Now, Twitch does have great set of guidelines and a great set of what they allow and disallow. They like There is a list of games that they don't allow to be played on Twitch, so there is some games that are related for those of you that know the um, ESRB, which is the rating system for video games, they do allow the M-rated games to be played on Twitch because, let's be honest, Call of Duty, Battlefield, Grand Theft Auto, these are the type of games that are being played on Twitch now. But there is that that level of ESRB rating that goes above M, for you dad gamers that know, which is the, uh, the AO rating, which is adults only. Now, there is very, I don't want to say very few and far between games that in in the u.s have that rating but twitch has made it very clear that they do not allow any of those games on their site so at least there's a little bit of ease knowing that you don't have to worry about anything really over the top gaming wise to come across your the twitch channels now but again they're not going to be able to filter out anything that comes through on the chat a hundred percent because it is done live they do re rely on the streamers the main streamers, the big channels, to kind of moderate themselves and to keep within the boundaries of what you would expect on a standard gaming channel site. Twitch is actually owned by Amazon. 
So having an Amazon Prime, Prime account gives you automatic access to Twitch Prime, which is like the paid membership level. Now, because of that type of thing, keep in mind that Amazon is all about making money. With that being said, even though your kid may be watching Twitch like they do YouTube, where they you think it's just an innocent situation where they're watching a video or they're watching their favorite gamer live stream, there is still microtransaction possibilities built into the Twitch platform, which means that kids could subscribe to a channel, which is a monthly fee. They could purchase what they call bits or emoticons or anything like this and use them in the chat. So even though Twitch is out there and is doing the same the same type of thing as YouTube just on a live platform, they are owned by Amazon, which is about making money, and they do have what they call like loot for in-game type situations. Now, in some cases, the people that run the channels on Twitch, they make a lot of money because of subscribers of their channels, because the people have paid for special access. Uh, they sell merchandise right off of Twitch, these type of things. So you make sure that you don't just go blindly into letting your child watch Twitch. Keep in mind that you want to make sure that they're not you know, spending money or auto purchasing this or subscribing to a monthly, uh, a monthly fee of like $5 a month or whatever. And this could be a minimal fee, but nonetheless, you just want to make sure that you know exactly what your kids are doing on Twitch, because as great as it is to be able to watch streamers play video games and as fun as it is to interact with the community, you still want your child to be safe. It's very easy for your child, not only to purchase things on the Twitch site, but also got to be very careful they don't give out any personal information because it is a live feed. So make sure you talk to your kids. Make sure you even, even if they're teenagers, make sure, because even the minimal of information now can be drugged through the web and found out. So any personal information, their online reputation, make sure any of this type of, type of stuff, they don't give away any uh, bits over of their personal selves over the chat or tell anybody anything online because it doesn't take much to be able to dig in and find and come back around and you don't I and me as a father can understand that you don't want anybody or anything to hurt your children I get it and again I when Twitch first came out I let my kids do it with again rules and regulations and they were teenagers at the time I think 16 years old is when they started and they started using Twitch and they started doing streaming and they started with a YouTube channel uh, and they actually, um, I had them on, what was it, an episode or two ago, I had uh, the Rayhart Twins, which are my kids, uh, with their YouTube channel. I had them on the on the Dad Gamers podcast here, and they're big, they're, you know, they're, YouTube, they're YouTubers now, so it's not like it was a bad thing to let them go and let them do their thing. They had a plan, they had a long-term plan, this was their vision, and so I was real proud of them as a father to be able to support that idea. But again, we did have rules and regulations when it came to certain things and what they could and couldn't do. So as one parent to another, I'm saying, sit down with your kids, make sure. And if you're just finding out and hearing about Twitch for the first time right now, and you know that your kids are already watching Twitch or interacting with Twitch, uh, now might be it's perfect time to have that conversation. If you want more information on Twitch or some of the best parental guide Again, go to childnet.com. They have a blog there about Twitch, which is a guide for parents. It's really good. It's really 
it's really thorough, I should say, of, of what you should let your kids do and do not do on Twitch. Um, with that being said, I don't think there's too much more in the video game world. I mean, we're all kind of... Oh, uh, also, let me bring this up before I forget. I mentioned it a while back, how Animal Crossing and Build-A-Bear were coming together. That happened. Uh, apparently, it went really well. And Build-A-Bear was, because we're in the global pandemic, Build-A-Bear did not open stores. In fact, they had just made it so that you had to actually get in line uh, outside of the store, or in most cases. So, uh, if you're still interested in the Build-A-Bear Animal Crossing thing, you can go on to their website now, I believe, and get it all and get it set up from there. Of course, the only two characters that they had available for Build-A-Bear are Isabella and Nook. So Tom Nook and Isabella were the only two, and it came out on Instagram, I think, last Tuesday. This, there was like a stuffing video featuring the Animal Crossing characters, and it, it was cute. It was it was interesting, but at the, at the end of the day, there's unfortunately only two characters. Whether there are going to be more characters, I don't know. Because a lot of people were disappointed in the fact that there was just two. They were expecting a lot more characters. I think, I think they were maybe even expecting the little... Uh, Timmy and Tommy, uh, or maybe even some of the uh, holiday characters. But one of the things was is that how much were the Build-A-Bear toys? Now, these Build-A-Bear bundles, I guess, cost about $51 and either included five sounds, which was like a sound mechanism you put inside of the character, or the New Horizons theme song would play. It sounds awesome, but the fact that, again, the fact that they only had two characters... Uh, I don't, I don't know. I mean, we first found out about it again uh, back in March, and and now that it's out and the hype behind it, I think um, I think Build a Bear may be. If this is the first of it, great. If this is the only two they're coming out with, then let's be honest, Build a Bear dropped the ball on this. Another little bit of an update I have from a previous episode was the Pikmin app for your phone. I got very little information, and you can probably find more if you want to dig around online. But from what I understand, to acquire more energy for the Pikmin, it requires walking, like like step counter type thing. So I haven't got the details exactly on when I'll have it, hopefully on the next episode. But right now as it stands, it looks like the Pikmin game does re- is go- or is going to require a lot of walking around. Which is, I mean, no big surprise. We knew that was coming because it was a, it was an AR game that was based off your phone. So what other better way than to have you walk all over creation to actually play the game? Uh, looks like this year's E3 of 2021 is set to run a few days earlier than previous E3s. It'll go from June 12th to June 15th, uh, which is great. I mean, we all want, you know, we're all dying to see what new games are coming out. Looks like Valve is going to be hosting its uh, Steam Next Fest. Uh, let's see what else. The slew of developers, interviews, game trailers, free demos. I don't know. We'll see. But Nintendo is lined up to say to see something. Xbox, Capcom, Konami, Ubisoft, Take-Two Interactive, Warner Brothers, and Cooch Media. Are some of the some of the publishers missing so far? Are Blizzard, Activision, and Sony? Uh, I don't know. Uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, Sony will have some information because we're all dying to know more about what's going on with the PS5 and games that are coming out for that. And for Blizzard and Activision, I think with BlizzCon 
having its own event. I don't think Blizzard's going to to come out and say anything about their games unless they're doing it on that platform. So, okay, I think that's it uh, for this week. I think, again, I wanted a lot of the stuff I want to get off my chest today was about Twitch to get you dad gamers out there informed about it. Uh, make sure you check out our website at dadgamerspodcast.com. Drop your email in on, uh, you should see a little box there or even a little pop-up that comes in to be registered for our giveaway. You only have to do it once. We only need the email address just so that we can verify that you're a real person. We've already had a few winners in the past, so we want to make sure that you get your name in there from time for the April drawing, which should be in about two weeks. All right, Dad Gamers, thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you in a week. Thank you.